my mic correctly. Um, this is welcome. This is welcome back. This is welcome back to the On We Talk podcast. Um, Halloween coming up tomorrow, actually, um, and this is our Halloween spooktacular. Spooktacular. Ooh, it's yeah. There's a there's a lot of talk of Elon Musk. That's all I'll say. Um, I don't know why. It has nothing to do with Halloween. Yeah, enjoy. At work, when there's... Because, you know, like, you know, there's cars coming through in the drive-thru, and I say one in lane. But occasionally, when I feel like it, I feel like I've, you know, been a bit memey, I go, um, cars in lane, one, uh, 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 like the count <laughs> from Sesame Street. Is that a, is that a good meme? It's pretty good. It's one of those really shitty sort of, almost like a dad joke. But dad jokes are good. Yeah. I, at least I think so. I love dad jokes. Um, we, what do you call it? I was gonna, oh, I was gonna tell a dad joke. Do you guys have any good dad jokes? I'm trying to think of one. No. I sort of I had... always just, you know, like when people say, "Oh, like I'm hungry," I'll always go, "Oh, hi, hungry. I'm Chris." <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> That's That's the it's just my go-to joke. dad joke. It's Brit. You know what my favorite, actually my favorite one is, I've probably told before, but it's like, um, how many Spaniards does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Juan. <laughs> um, when I'm at, when someone's at work and they need to go to the bathroom, I say, make sure you wear a hat so the right shit comes back and people start scratching their heads. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I'm like, you're a fucking retard. Yeah, it's like it's like I, I gave away all my uh, dead batteries free of charge. <laughs> That's a <laughs> shitty joke. That's oh. that took uh, me a minute. Uh, Speaking of retards, um, this retard came in the other day at work. Oh hi, Matt. You know, it wasn't a re- He wasn't a retard. Fuck you. <laughs> um, but he, we were waiting on grilled chicken, and he wanted grilled chicken. And I said, oh, so there's about a seven minute wait on, on grilled chicken. Did you want crispy instead? And he's like, no, I said, there's a, there's a five minute wait on grilled. Do you want crispy instead? And he's like, what does that mean? And I said, the chicken. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll, t- I'll wait on the grilled. I'm like, how can you be so fucking retarded? You don't know what I'm fucking talking about. You're at a fucking McDonald's. Maybe it's his first bun. time, Matt. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. He was fucking like forty something. He's fu- fucking forty something. Yeah, he's never Jesus. been to Macca's before. <laughs> oh, he's a retard. Anyway, I, and I took out the burgers. Him and his mate. One had crispy, one had grilled. And he's like, "Oh, which one's good? Which one's crispy?" And I said, "Oh, I'm not sure, mate. You have to open it up." And he just rolled his eyes. And I'm like, "Holy shit! What do you, do you want me to wipe your ass with you too, you old fucking slag?" <laughs> Honestly. Uh, Jesus Christ, See, Matt. He doesn't have X-ray vision. Wait, wait, like, well, wait, wait, Matt, Matt. Um, isn't there like a grill slip on the burgers so yeah. it'll say crispy oh, or they, they didn't. Oh, they might have just not put it on them or something like that. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, it's fucking retard. See, look, it's I had to do this. It's not a good first impression. Mm. He's probably never going to go oh. back to Macca's. He's like been there once. I hated it. This mm. this dickhead at the counter just screwed me around, talking shit I didn't well, know about, and they couldn't well, didn't this, even tell me oh, which one was the right burger. Who fucking cares? Like I've had I've had shitty customers like that. There was one guy who came in, and it was when we didn't have the one dollar hamburgers. It was like only Newcastle based for like a few more weeks, and then we get the promotion. And this old guy came in and said he wanted the one dollar hamburger, and we said we don't do it. And he's like, but I saw it on the TV. And then we had to try and explain to him like we get Newcastle television. That's why it's on the TV, but at our store we don't. 
and he got pissed off and left. Wow. Yeah. And, oh, fucking retards. See, I have to deal with this. Neither of you have to deal with shit like this. Like, how do you think I feel? I got, I've had to develop a very hard, a hard hat because of this. <laughs> you know what I mean? A hard sure, hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? A, see, like, because Chris, you just work inside. You just have to deal with um, dumb women. But the same dumb women over and over again. <laughs> so maybe that's worse, actually. I don't know. I had the same thing happen to me. I, I saw like a, we must have got like Sydney's TV here. And they, mm. they were advertising like the, you know, massive nugget meal at KFC. You got like a yeah. 20 pack or whatever. I went to KFC and it wasn't there and I was, I was pretty upset. I just walked oh. in and walked out. Oh. I only went there it for the nugs. No. It does say at participating um, stores, though. Like yeah, most, yeah. It doesn't say what stores are participating. Yeah, that's true. You should have a ten-minute yeah, segment that... afterwards, just being like, <laughs> "All right, so we got we got scone, we got muscle broke, we've <laughs> every single yeah. hundred, like an like an infomercial, mm, and it exactly. just, like it's just the guy. Hi, I'm the CEO of McDonald's. Now I, I know it says at all participate at only participating restaurants, but now we're going to lay down which stores are participating. It goes for like twenty minutes after each fucking ad. See, that's how you, and that's how you get people engaged. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. Have, do you guys, have you seen any of those? Because I remember saying home from, by the way, this is supposed to be a Halloween special and it's not really going very Halloween-y, regardless. Um, did you ever stay home from school and then see those like shitty infomercials that went for like half an hour? Yeah. There was always oh, one on before yeah, I went yeah, to yeah. school. When I was really young, I'd wake up and watch it. It was always like the, the workout channel, uh, like workout <laughs> show, where there's just like old women yeah. on, uh, exercise balls for like half an hour. Mm-hmm. And then it was people trying to sell stuff like ShamWow. Oh, ShamWow. Oh, I love ShamWow. See, um, the, um, what do you call it? I remember, yeah. Like the Transformer ladder. That's, that's everywhere. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I like it. But the tri- some of them actually look like genuine products. And then some of the exercise ones, and I'm like, I could genuinely see myself using this. And then I realized this is going to just take $100 out of my pocket. I should just go for a walk. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's some of it's, it's like, like for the exercise one, it's like exercise for lazy people sort of thing. Oh, it is. Like the freaking jiggle machine. I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like the, the, the platform. Oh, it just that's like, a, yeah. You know, they're, they're really, they're really popular. Apparently there's like so many different brands that do it. Ha- have you used a jiggle yeah. machine before? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My mum has one. I, yeah. My, um, Taylor, my girlfriend's, her mum bought one and we put it on the highest intensity and I could feel like my, um, like my balls getting sucked up into my oh, stomach. Like you could like sit intense. on it. You could just sit on it and just let it uh, do the work for you. Like that'd be good, right? Oh, it's crazy uh, though because it actually hurts. It actually hurts. Like you just stand there, and it, it actually like feels like it, like your, your bones. It hurts your bones. Like not even just your muscle. Like you can feel it. Yeah. It was. It made me sick actually. And I hadn't even, like, you know, I had something before, but like an hour or so before, and I feel like throwing up. Oh, shit. It was that intense. I'm yeah, like, it sounds I'm a lot go. like my experience with it. Yeah. It's just awful. What was no, your experience? You just stand on it, it hurts. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, I don't understand the, like, do you know what I mean? Like, just go for a fucking walk. It's, it's always nice yeah, it's a real that. Dep- it's a real depressing image, I think. You just see some like tubby person <laughs> just jiggling up and down in front of the TV. It makes me sad. Oh, it does. I, make, I, it I, makes I, me I would sad like. Too. I I really hope they do something like that for Gogglebox. You know how it's like just watching someone watch TV. 
Just yeah. have like a yeah, really obese person just on one of those jiggly platforms watching something. Oh. Watching and with, like, with like the sweatband and everything on. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Speaking of oh. Gogglebox, another Channel 10 show came to an end the other night and it was The Bachelorette with that oh. blonde chick, the actress. I can't remember her name. Hayden, you would know. I don't know. Probably. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, oh, you watch all those. Oh, is, do you, all you watch is The Block. Is that right? Yeah, I fucking love it. Oh, I can't stand Bob. <laughs> no, I can't. It's, well, it's okay. It's it's not real. It's 11 seasons. Sort of, it's the same every season. Yeah, it's like, you know what I mean? But like sometimes the format never changes. You watch one, you've seen them all. It's the personalities that change. Oh, oh fuck stand off, them. Okay. And the designs. The designs. Like, it's inspiring what they come up with. It made me want to yeah. play The Sims. I started playing yeah. The Sims again because of it. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah, because you get to, you know, model homes and, like, renovate rooms and, like, just do interior design. See, it's, it's funny because Taylor and I are addicted to those um, those shows on Nine Life, the um, bloody house <laughs> yeah. shows, how they, I like, like the, the flipping houses and all that. Oh, oh and actually, the there was... Is, just, like, over-dramatized. I hate that aspect of it. It's annoying mm. as fuck. Yeah. But it's funny, it's... I would rather watch American dram- dramatized reality tv rather than australian i don't know why i think it's because i dislike that sort of the how they are portrayed on australian television you know what i mean like a lot of it just makes me cringe at least i can like mm-hmm. if it makes me cringe on the Ameri- like watching american people do it it's like well that's not my country you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how i sort of feel yeah so oh, you brought up this- the bachelorette what what yeah. was that about? Oh, what, what I was going to say was, so there was the final two guys, and one was a really nice guy, um, and the other one the guy was nice too, but so the, they, it was the finale, and she met one of them first, and then the other one, and the first guy, like, he was, like, she said, like, he's the nicest guy I've ever met, and, like, you've done, like, I've known you've always cared for me, et cetera, et cetera, but I've fallen in love with someone else, and it was, so she chose mm. the other guy, but the other, the other guy can't have kids, and she wants to have kids. So I want to bring up the debate of having kids because why would you marry someone who can't have kids if you want to have kids? Like, why would you let something that you want to do? Adoption. You know what I mean? Like money. Yeah. But money. Apparently he's like a millionaire. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, really? Surrogacy. Yeah. yeah. You could do that. Couldn't you? Shit, let me, let me People look at the do that. What's gold his name? diggers. Like gold, gold diggers is. are usually too old to have kids, but they want the young guns money. So, you know. Uh, speaking about yeah. gold diggers, uh, a yeah. recent Marty episode yeah. features a gold mm. digger. Yeah. Oh, Go- yes. The gold and digging prank, yeah. See, there were, that the person who is doing the gold digging is a very handsome young woman named Bradlina with um, wonderful long pink hair. Hayden, have you had a chance to see it or have you been too busy um, with your head up your own ass? Yeah, I think that one. <clears throat> I think that's the one. <laughs> what? Yep, what? yep. Head up his own yeah. ass. Was it, yeah. Was it, yeah. My, yeah. I think I've had my head up my own ass. I think that's it. No. <laughs> yeah. No, but you should you should have a watch because of course we need more viewers. But um yeah, we I'm sort of like I like the um the prank ones we did. Did you uh, did I show you the suicide prank, Hayden? Um I don't know. You've definitely shown me this, but some whatever reason I can't remember. Is it because you got your head up your ass still? I think it's that one, yeah. Yeah, mm. I'm thinking so too. I no, see. but it's a very it's a it's a very well planned out prank. See, 
Brad can't find Marty, and Marty's um, on the ground in the shower, the shower running, and there's vomit everywhere, blood. And he's like, oh no, Marty, what happened? And Marty jumps up and says, whoa, pranked, you just been pranked, Over, um, suicide prank, overdosing on subscription medicine prank, got him, got him. And it's a very great social commentary on... Um, on suicide, the suicide rates in Australia, because a lot of kids are over. <laughs> yeah, it sounds great. No, so you're spinning is... it to work work in your favour here, Matt. Exactly. I'm always spinning it. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. No, it's a good. Um. So I liked it. I think the camera work I, I, was pretty good. I think the camera work was pretty average. Honestly, I think Brad's filming of the final Marty episode was tons, tons, times better. Oh. Um. Fuck yeah. yeah. Actually, no. I was actually watching back to the re- the final Marty episode, and Brad and Brad actually does a bit of good filming. And then I look at some other scenes, and it's the most unfocused piece of shit I've ever seen. He doesn't know what he's supposed to focus on. Brad yeah. should never be a cameraman. No, he's more of a behind the scenes sort of guy. Yeah. Oh, no, but um, pretty sure we need to get a, mm-hmm. a better mic too, like a boom mic or something. Well, Holy what fuck. I'm put, I'm get yeah. What, Elon what Musk hey? has six kids, and they're all boys. <laughs> really. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing some like sidebar research here. There's, isn't there like a, kids. isn't there like um what is it? There's a correlation between penis length and gender of children. Like the longer your penis is, the more likely you're gonna have a boy. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some study done there. Really? Yeah. One thing I've learned um, from uh, taking a stat course is that you can't be certain about fucking anything. It's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always yeah, I hate it so really much. Researchers, anyway. Yeah. I was listen- I was listening to a podcast called High Internet by these two YouTubers. Anyway, they were talking about um, Elon Musk was in Adelaide for some space exploration something, and then he made this huge announcement about oh we're going to go to Mars. But then yeah. they discuss the fact that Elon Musk, he just appears at places and makes these big announcements for things that are going to happen years from now. And like, nothing's been started. Do you know what I mean? Like his whole business is based around hype with like yeah. his SpaceX and Tesla and all that sort of shit. Yeah. He's like a fucking... He's, he's good at what he does. Holy shit. He has a lot of companies. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, he, yeah. He, he's like... Um, he... What the fuck? Open AI, you like um, headband. Oh yeah, Open AI. That, yeah. Wait, what's the, what, what's Open AI? Uh, okay, reading from Wikipedia, <laughs> it is a non-profit <laughs> AI research company that aims to promote and develop friendly AI in such a way as to benefit humanity as a whole. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's just um, yeah, like an AI that what searches for problems or helps people. <laughs> what what that's that's very interesting actually. He and I can't. How does he? He's fuck. He's rich. His net worth is twenty billion. Twenty point eight billion. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Like he's he's not just you know. If it is just based on hype, he's done a good job. But is it a, can't be just based on hype. He's done a, well for. Hell oh, of no. an entrepreneur, that's for sure. And like SpaceX, you know, having your own yeah. freaking space company is a pretty mm. big deal. Running all of like the, the Tesla brand, incorporated. He's, I was just Shit. reading. He started this like online bank called X.com back in like 1999. 
blah, blah, blah. He sold it off to PayPal. So he's known as one of the co-founders of PayPal. And July this year, he bought the domain of X.com because it has great sentimental value. Like imagine having so much money that like, oh, that you can just buy all these things that have great sentimental value to him. Like X.com would be like millions of dollars. Millions. You know what I mean? Like that would have cost him millions. But who cares about that when you're a billionaire? Do you know what I mean? That's like pocket change. Man, this kid has done well for himself. Hmm. Are we referring to Elon Musk as a kid? Yeah. What the fuck? He was Just born the in South Africa. Shit that he's done. Jesus the first time gosh. I heard of him was that he like he wrote a paper or something um, mm. discussing the idea that uh, the universe was a simulation. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Matrix. Musk has also considered the simulation hypothesis as a potential solution to the Fermi paradox. Because <laughs> um, that was the first time I heard of him, and then out of nowhere. He just like came into the, the spotlight with all mm. these different friggin' inventions. And I, I, I'd heard of SpaceX. I was like really interested in SpaceX well before mm. I even knew who he was. Yeah. Um, it's like just looking at his Wikipedia page, like with everybody, when there's six, huge success in, one, success in one part of their life, there's going to be like bad like results in others. And I'm looking at his spouses. So he got married in 2000 to a woman and divorced eight years later. Then another woman, he married in 2010, divorced them two years later, then a year later remarried them, and then divorced them three years later. And has six kids. So, <laughs> I think he's love. I think the love life of Elon Musk is something that we need to focus on. I think Elon Musk should get his own, like, e-reality series where, you know, they f- like, um, the mm. Bachelor... Yeah, there we are, The Bachelor with Elon oh, Musk. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. That's that is genius! Ding ding ding! That's wow. a bloody that's oh. Have you guys actually it, speaking Matt. of entre- speaking of entrepreneurship, um, have you guys actually watched watched that show where they people pitch businesses to, um, those like like four different like executives or something oh, like, like investors? Like Shark Tank. Oh, Shark Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys watched Shark Shark Tank? Yeah, I've seen a couple. Yeah. Do you like? Do you did you like it? Because I sort of liked the idea of that. It's an interesting show. It was based on something else um, yeah. from oh, the really? UK. Yeah, it's um, Dragons something. Dragons Den. Yeah, that's it. Dragons Den. Dragons Den. That's right. Yeah. It actually uh, and that and that actually idea. it that originated in Japan as oh. Money Tigers or Tigers of Money. Oh, okay. Everything fucking fucking originates from fucking Japan. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Because well, the they have to innovate so like, much because they're. they're Culture is just oversaturated with just shit. <laughs> and aren't you, isn't it? Is it Japan that's like ahead of the t- head of like? Oh yeah, They're all like, the Western countries technology wise. Yeah, oh, I think so. Korea definitely. Oh, Korea, South Korea. Yeah, South Korea. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Like, Wait, which one's the bad one? Would be like hundreds of times quicker than ours. Shit. Which, which one's the bad that, one? So. <laughs> North Korea is the bad one, is that yes, right? Yes, North Korea. Yeah, yeah, that's that's Kim's country. They've been like threatening South Korea. They've been threatening Japan. Jesus what a fucking Christ. mess. <laughs> actually, that actually gives me a good idea. So they should keep South Korea as North as sorry, keep South Korea as South Korea, but then call North Korea Kim's country. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> See, I think that yeah. I think that'd be a very good executive decision. Yeah. What? So, um, Hayden, you did history. Actually, no, you both did history. Why are they separate? <laughs> Why are both um why are South Korea and North Korea separate countries now? Opposing does, any, does anybody actually know? 
Have you heard of what the Korean it? War? The government divided. Oh, no, I haven't. Korean War. I like how a bit of a history lesson on hashtag on we talk podcast available every Monday at 2 p.m. on YouTube, youtube.com slash on we TV one. Um, give us a subscribe. We, we, we never studied it, but Please I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, so this is this is after World War Two. Mm-hmm. occurred. Yeah. For three years, one month and two days. Apparently MASH is a TV series that was based on it and it ran for longer than the war lasted. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure it was sort of like a precursor, one of the precursor like proxy wars um, leading up to like the Vietnam War. It was sort of at the end of um, World War Two when ideologies were sort of dividing the globe. You know, you had like the rise of communism and the supposed champion of democracy in the West. Mm. And those two clashing mm. ideologies started all those wars. Because MASH ran for 11 years. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah. And China supported uh, North Korea. It's trying to get a, an expansion presence there. And I'm pretty sure the Soviet Union as well, yeah. Supporting the North. Whereas the others, like US or whatever, wanted to back the South to keep that um, bastion of democracy in the Asianic area. The same reasons that they occupied, um, uh, what's it called, Vietnam, and tried to take over Vietnam. It's a real fucking mess. You look back on it, and no point where America, the good side, with Vietnam. No. Um, and they failed. Of... What a joke. They... Oh, they... <laughs> yeah. yeah, the U.S. failed. They had like military superiority and everything. Like they were fucking miles ahead of <clears throat> the Vietnamese. They were just guerrilla fighters. They were always like hiding in the um, jungles and whatever, and they knew the land, and they just like tore tore it down. There's a quote by, um, I think it was Ho Chi Minh. He said that they're like, it's as if um, uh, they might have been talking about France because there was a first Indo-Chinese war, like the first Vietnamese hmm. war, and then there was the second, which is the American one that everyone knows about. It was one of the two, but they said that um, their opponents was like a big uh, elephant, whereas... Hmm. These guys are like, uh, they, the Vietnamese are like a sleeping tiger or something. And what they'll do is they'll just, you know, go in, they'll like scratch their, they'll like gouge the elephant and then go and hide again. And eventually it'll bleed to death, which is exactly what happened in both mm. Indo-Chinese wars. Mm. Really interesting. Really interesting. <clears throat> I was just looking up MASH and it reminded me of another old time TV show that I was, that I've like, I've heard of once. They had, I think they had at least one episode that, and the rest were unaired. And it's called Hi Honey, I'm Home. But Hi is spelled H-E-I-L. And it's a fictionalized version of Adolf Hitler and Eva Braun. And oh, they move in next door yes. to a Jewish couple. Yes, I've heard of this show. Crap. It's, I think it's um, on Netflix. Yeah, is I, it think really? it's, I think it's yeah. come back. Yeah. It was banned. It was banned when it yeah. came out. Yeah, because it was too controversial. Yeah, but now for some reason it's back. <laughs> I, I have no interest in seeing it. Oh. <laughs> what? It sounds it sounds very interesting actually. Like, wouldn't you want to see how shitty? Until like, what what kind of idea is that? Like, I th- it was nineteen ninety, so it was a while afterwards. What time did Hitler die? When did Hitler oh, kill himself? Forty five. So it was like it's a bit afterwards, about fifty years yeah, after. It's just trying to stir controversy. Tr- controversy. Trying to just get views. Controversy. Controversy. It's like oh, there's. There's this new fucking show on Netflix called oh, Big Mouth or something, and it's an adult animated TV show. And it's like, it's one of those shows that try to follow off South Park and try to be edgy and all that. 
and it just comes off as extremely cringy and trying too hard like half the t- like same same with like family guy family guys turned into that which like i used to like family guy and now it's just mm-hmm. one of the most horrible tv shows like how many times can you do the same idea same with the simpsons all the great adult animated shows are just going downhill robot chicken Robot Chicken was always shit, to be honest. Actually, no, I've got the, I've got the first few seasons on DVD. Well, I'd watch Robot Chicken, and it'd be like one skit out of mm. like the whole 30, 20-minute segment that, that was, was gold, funny. Yeah. But there were just a lot of shit jokes, and they, they kept re- like they were recurring. Maybe it's because mm. I was young, and I didn't get it, but I just found it pretty shit. It's funny that you could watch it, go back and watch a show and actually find it really, really good. And it, like even a year ago, you could watch it and think, yeah, no, nah, that's not really that good. But once you revisit it, oh, like, it's um, like great. My Little Pony and whatnot, yeah, love it. Yeah, it's. I'm actually. We should go to a BronyCon, all three of us, hand in hand. Um, this is. I was actually going to say because I actually wanted to link back to what this episode should have been, and you guys fucking ruined it. Um, oh. it's a. This is a Halloween spectacular. It's going to be annual. See, because annual is once a year, and Halloween comes once a year. So what? Um, uh, Halloween is. Annual? What is Halloween? Halloween is a holiday where people go trick or treating. Speaking of which, have you actually had? Yes, we do. We don't. Do I've we? had kids come to my grandma. I've had little kids come to my grandma's house asking for food, and all we gave them was like um, dried up fruit. Oh, they were not very happy. Oh, you meant to give them can? Oh shit, I give them cocaine. Oh, I thought you gave him cock, Chris. Oh, that's that's like sounds Chris like a thing it. It's such an expensive oh. time of the yeah, year. Yeah, I know. They're always there like, come on, <laughs> trick or treat. And I fucking trick their, trick their asses off with some cocaine. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I'm and sorry. How many th- kids do you think Brad has fucked on Halloween? Because, you know, they're all a bit oh. vulnerable. It's messed up, dude. Is it, though? Well, he, he, he does like dressing up as a furry. Who Brad? Yeah. Is Brad a, is Brad a furry? Our good yeah. friend Brad. Yeah, he's a furry. Yeah. He looks. He he has. I know he has a furry pubic area, but I never knew he was a furry. Jesus, Matt. Um, actually, Damn. I was actually going to mention that was a shit joke, but um, <laughs> I was I was I was watch. I was thinking about because I was going through Netflix the other day and I saw The Grudge, and I remember watching it back when I was. I remember watching it when I was little, and it was like that's a scary movie. Hayden, yeah. you got to do your R too. Can you do it? No, I can't. I was about to do oh. it, but I thought I'd, it'd just end up in a scream. I tried <laughs> to do it inhaling. That's the way you can get it like really loud. But I used to be able to do it, but now that I'm an yeah. old man, it doesn't mm. work. <laughs> it just screams. Because <laughs> it used to be very scary to me as a kid, but thinking back, mm. I don't think it's actually that scary. Uh, not like, really. 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 Well, it, it sort of is. Like, the whole thing like you just you just can't stop it like it's inevitable mm. I, th- I think a, a, a horror movie is done well right if it has made ordinary things frightening you think back in the yeah. day when um poltergeist came out oh yeah mm. yeah like at, at that stage um you know tvs once you hit like midnight it'd just go to static mm. and so for a while people watching that would, would probably be terrified of static tvs thinking that fucking ghosts are there yeah. and shit like that and like the grudge you know it makes you scared of um, you know, long stuff, black yeah. hair and asylums um black paint 
that yeah. creaking noise yeah. and you think um even newer um the conjuring makes you scared of like clapping and stuff hmm. i yeah. really enjoyed the conjuring too i was surprised how much i because i thought like because i think it's the same um bloody producers or something at oh. least of paranormal activity and fucking paranormal activity is pretty shit it from is. what i know it, it was sort okay, of a, Chris, a different style you... It was it was a good it was interesting. I liked the yeah the style in which it was filmed. The movie itself wasn't scary. I didn't find it scary at all. But I just thought it was interesting. The whole sort of yeah, yeah. the demons I'll and admit, stuff that was pretty cool. I wasn't a big fan of it, but but it was refreshing. Yeah, it was sort yeah. Of like it might not have been a new idea, but it was done well. Yeah, for what it was. But I just... well, what's a well? Do you know a newer movie that has done an idea? That's been done a million times, but they did it pretty well. Well, like the uh, Conjuring, the Blair Witch you know, Project, yeah, just and stuff like that. The, the found footage genre, like it's been done so many times, and there's only like a few really, really good ones. Oh yeah, a lot of them are bloody um, dog shit. Yeah. Have you got? Um, have you guys seen? There was, you know how? Um, have you seen that? There was a Slender Man web series, and it started off as I can't remember what it's called. But that um, it just started off this guy like like he it was the first video or the first episode. We just looking out the window and then you see Slender Man for a second. And it cuts out. It goes for like ten seconds. Mm. It actually follows his stories of these kids making a, a film, and it's like this is the footage from the camera, like each clip, and they end up finding Slender Man. And I think someone gets killed by Slender Man, and it go like that's what brought Slender Man up into like people knowing about it. Like before, it spread off to like memes and all that other shit. Like a lot of um, like it's a lot of there's a few web series I've seen like that that are like like found footage, um, what do you call it? like found footage? What's the what's the genre? Not not necessarily horror, but like supernatural sort of stuff hmm. that have been done like really well because you can do found footage supernatural, not easy, but pretty damn good if you have a, if you have a good story, and you can just do a few practical effects, yeah. you can do something pretty damn good. Yeah. Like I'd really like to do like an on like a, if Onwe did for Onwe's first actual film, even if it's like a short film, I'd love to do something in that um, found footage, supernatural horror sort of genre, like for sure. But yeah, because the found footage sort of implies that everyone involved in some way is removed from the story at the end because mm. it's like someone's yeah, yeah. finding their footage; they're not presenting it to anyone. So it's sort of, you're limited to like, it kind of has to be sort of either a really scary movie or like an abduction sort of movie or something like that. Mm. Yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen many good fan footage ones, like at all. Um, what are your guys, well, what are your, what are your guys' favorite, favorite movies, favorite horror movies or scary movies, we'll say, we'll open it up a bit. The last uh, like horror movie that I watched that did really well and it like ticked all of my horror boxes because I, I hate supernatural things. I hate when there's a, there's a fear, uh, like a, a scary entity that you can't see because it's just yeah. not interesting. There's nothing that haunts you. Whereas, you know, if there's like a scary clown, mm. you might like picture it standing outside your window and that's terrifying. Mm. <laughs> but um, it was called the descent. The, descent. the first one, at least I think it's called the descent. Mm. Look it up. If you guys haven't seen it, no, I haven't seen it. No, if you guys haven't seen it, we should watch it. Well, when when you visit, we'll watch it. It's oh, fuck it's yes. it's properly it's properly spooky. It gives you entities to actually be afraid of. 
Okay. But yeah, that's a really good movie. So I'd say that's probably is my it a, favorite horror movie. Is it a British film? I think it's American. Is it American? Because I could, oh, it might be American because there's a few that have similar name. Okay, here we are. Um, what's it called? Who's in it? Uh, so it's a British it? adventure horror film. So, so it is a British one. Okay, so it is that one. So what's it about? Give us a like. What is it about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're uh, a group of uh, girls who um, like going. What do you call it? Like cave dwelling. You know where you like mm. set up ropes and you sort of abseil down into a cave network and just go mm. and explore the caves that sort of thing um and i can't remember exactly but they get trapped in there but they're not the only people in there and in fact the things that they run into aren't people they're sort of like mutated um descendants of humans sort of like been infected somehow or they've like had some sort of biological Mm. uh mutation and diversion across the way and so they're sort of like mutant Mm sort yeah. of things but it's not in a cringy way it's done really well properly scary mm. i recommend you watch it at night very loud okay and it's done well it's all one? like it's all female characters mm. so it's not like you know yeah um man washed yeah. and they're man, not like yeah. oh, yeah. shit characters either they're actually like strong female characters and it's done really well and you, you don't get that often Especially in like that especially genre in like horror either. films, yeah, because yeah, but yeah, like Alien and that, and... the Alien franchise oh, put females like in like lead lead roles. That's and true. I, I wouldn't true. sort of classify them as horror movies, but they're like thrillers. They're like so thrillers. I guess that's yeah. getting there. Yeah. They're pretty what's scary. Imagine horror... back in the day, people would be shit in their pants. Mm. Xenomorphs. What? What's the difference between horror and thriller? Well, how would you define it? Thriller's got a lot more action in it. It's sort yeah. of more thought. Thriller's sort of sort of to get yeah, get get your heart racing yeah. and keep it racing yeah. the whole time, keep you on edge. Whereas a horror sort of incorporates that, but it also tries to actually spook you. Yeah, a thriller can spook yeah, think... parts, but it tries to keep you uneasy the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was thinking like it's it's this act like a horror movie is a scary movie. Yeah essentially like a thriller is more one to thrill yeah. you do you oh, know what i mean like it's a thriller yeah i get it yeah <laughs> it's more <laughs> fuck you good, good it's like suspense that. and surprise <laughs> yeah. fuck you okay um chris do you have a, do you have a favorite horror movie uh i don't i used to watch a lot of horror movies i've never really found one that's spooked well actually silent hill that's probably like one of my classic sort of favorite horror movies the silent hill franchise i love those ones just like pyramid head and all that sort of stuff it was really cool sort of horror but i haven't watched many horror movies in the last few years just because well lachlan doesn't really like um <laughs> horror movies so I, c- I don't really watch them because whenever i watch a movie he likes to watch them with me but yeah I've never seen Silent Hill. Like, it's one that I've really wanted to watch, despite the fact that it's 11 years old. I should have seen yeah. it by now. What actually happens in it? Uh, well, it's kind of like, um, is it this... Crap. It's like they go into like this town called Silent Hill, and it's up on this hill, mm-hmm. and it's like completely covered in fog. So the town's like... It's it's deserted. It's like this old like sort of ghost town. And they go into the town, and... They're like, it's because of a dream. I can't quite remember the plot or anything, but I remember it being a cool, mm. cool movie. And like, it starts 
tearing between these two different sort of realities and there's like the reality mm-hmm. where it's real and it's just the town covered in fog and there's this the other reality where it's like everything just turns to like flesh and it's like complete horror and there's like um people trying to kill you and grab you and then there's this the character they call pyramid head and he's like he carries around this really huge cleaver like sword type thing he drags it behind him and he's got like this huge metal pyramid like typed head that's why he's called pyramid head and he's like constantly following you trying to kill you sort of thing yeah it sounds quite good actually there's um i wanted to mention my favorite horror movie and that is the house of wax starring paris hilton and chad michael murray and I think it was one to revolutionise oh. horror films oh. in that day of age. Oh. I know you've seen it, Hayden. Have you seen it, Chris? Yes. It's terrible. What do you guys think? Like, give us, you know, give us your honest opinion. I want to know. I can't really speak. It's been... I watched it when I was, like, you know, 10. I watched it a long time ago. So, I really don't remember anything that happened. All I remember is the guy, like, leaning down at the petrol station and chopping off someone's thumb. That's all I remember. <laughs> I remember Paris Hilton. I think it was Paris Hilton was giving the black guy a blowjob in the car. That's what I remember. I dropped my chapstick. <laughs> what a good movie. Um, is it actually? Yeah, I think that's the line. Yeah. Oh my god, that's have um scary like video games. Are there any any scary video games? Because I've never played like any at all that i can think of um i played the slender game which was all right it wasn't too bad i don't know there's there's a lot of like there's there's the friday the 13th game that came out recently that a lot of people are playing but it's more they're not really scary they're more like thriller like you can Mm. because that's sort of what they do they try and keep that suspense so it's like you're you're wanting to come back Mm. to it because it's that thrill rather than just scaring you because if it constantly it's just scaring you, then it's kind of like you'll play it once and be like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't really want to do that again. Like a lot of games that have jump scares and stuff like that. Like you see a lot of indie games and it's sort of like, oh yeah, you got to walk down this corridor and if you turn around, oh, there's just this jump scare behind you. It's kind of like games like that sort of, well, at least it would put me off. Whereas with a game that's like a thriller game, like the Friday the 13th game, there's replayability, so it's a lot more fun. Yeah, and because yeah. it's multiplayer, yeah, I, I played. So. A- Amnesia has got to be one of the most like commercialized ones. Not commercialized, but it was sort of advertised by people playing it in Let's Plays. PewDiePie mm. was probably like the foremost mm. ambassador for it. Like, he he became famous off that game essentially, and a lot of its horror just came from that uneasiness. Yeah, uh, the feeling that there's someone behind you, and in fact, when the monster does. Uh, begin following you it's just a fucking mad dash to get out of there or you just throw the controller away and fucking cry yeah <laughs> that's what that game's like the, the developers of that made a game recently called soma um mm, yeah and it was a really a really good game and it was properly scary they they obviously they, they learned a lot since amnesia they managed to make the environment a lot more scary a lot darker make you have to actually stare straight into um, danger you know like you, you could be looking down a real dark corridor there's like little flashes of like uh electricity like arcing out and whatever and then you think you see something at the end of the hallway so you try and like creep up a little bit and then you see like these big eyes or whatever and it starts charging at you like that's properly scary games i think games have an easier time of you know interacting with their audience 
um like engaging you're involved the audience. In because with with a movie you can like turn away and just close your eyes but with a game mm. if you do that you lose <laughs> you have to actually you know be focused yeah oh uh, like a, there was yeah a, another a game yeah, actually i played a while ago on xbox um dead space that was a very mm. I, I really liked that sort of game series that was really nice like it's in a lot of in a lot of lists yeah sorry in a lot of lists it was like one of the top 10 oh yeah horror yeah. games yeah. i never played it yeah because there's a lot of strategy involved and then there's the horror of like yeah the huge mutant space creatures hunting you down trying to kill you and you have to kill them but you've got limited ammo and you need to kill them in certain ways so that they won't like regenerate and stuff like that and it's sort of that constant fear of just your choices like you need to make the right choices or you just you'll just die it's really yeah. cool yeah. yeah i like that was it, have you guys played resident evil or any of them were they scary i haven't no i haven't but played them personally but i've seen playthroughs i've seen sips try it on live streams yeah. uh, and he crumbles he can't he can't <laughs> play it for whatever reason what? why i don't know it's one of those things as well right because people give him shit in the chat but mm. like i i've i've played soma and it's terrifying, right? But I've sat there and watched people play Soma, and it's less scary mm. because when you're watching, you're not you're not right into it. When I had people play Soma, I made them put on headphones, crank the volume up, you know, turn off all the lights, and they had to just focus on the screen because mm. it's just complete immersion. Mm. But when you know when you're watching people, you don't have any of that. Especially if you're watching online, you can just turn the volume down and shit. It's not as scary. Mm. But yeah, for some reason he, he can't get through it. Finds it. I guess it just it just spooks him. Yeah, well, with with um, that um with that complete immersion sort of thing, I'm really excited for uh, this uh, VR stuff that's coming out. I really want them to do more horror games and stuff like that in VR because that has so much potential. Like that could just be oh, it does. so well done if done right. It could be incredible because people have talked that, about it. Just mm. how terrifying it is to be in that environment to stand there. There's a game where you stand in the middle and zombies come in from each side you just got to shoot them mm. and people have talked about just how horrifying it is when one stands in front of you because mm. it's not it's not like when you look at a, a, a monitor it, it actually feels mm. like real life they're actually they look like head height you can see the depth they look almost real mm. yeah i think it, it, it's was... a very like lucrative um market when it becomes more available yeah definitely well, that's what i was going to mention because um taylor's brother he has vr and it was what it, I, I had. I was playing one of the games, and it was like it was early on in the. It was yeah, fuck you. It was early. It was early on in the game, so like you're just searching around sort of thing. But there's that itself, and you're like actually turning in that. It makes it feel more real, and I think that it, like if you were just playing it on a console, do you know what I mean? Like that sort of um, suspense wouldn't be there. But just being in there and being able to look around, it just heightens it by like, it doubles the height, how intense it feels. Mm-hmm. So I think, so yeah, I think you're right. Like over the next few years, there's going to be some great VR games. I really think. Do, do you think, do you guys think you'll buy VR at one stage? Oh yeah, definitely. I fully, fully yeah, plan to. Yeah. When it's, when it's um, properly, yeah. when, they, when, they've, when they've sort of found the right, system early mm. days in consoles it took them a while to to get to the right level you know yeah. they started at nesses went to snes you know um they tried everything you know like commodore 64s and wait i think that was a computer i don't know mm. um like all, all these different consoles until eventually they, they 
got like a good system running at the moment you've got like oculus rifts and the htc vive um and this other thing i just found then the osvr like they're still trying to work out what system works best mm. and once they find that system i think i'd be happy to invest once there's like a tried and tested um system so that i only have to pay like you know a grand once like i'm not a big fan of the idea of the oculus rift because it's just like a you know uh like goggles you put on whereas the yeah. htc vive it's actually an it's area the full thing, you have yeah. a space to walk around in yeah. and i think it needs to go in that direction you need to feel properly immersed like yeah. you can actually run towards and away from danger but yeah. it sort of needs to be infinite that, that's the problem that we have now. there are limitations yeah yeah you're, you're limited to a, a space and you also need a friggin' like lounge room to be able well, to do it so that there's no ease of access well that's sort of where they're trying to bring in augmented reality so it's like you go mm. to a place like they have a dedicated like with laser tag they have like this dedicated arena sort of thing then you put on like the goggles and whatnot and it's actually inserting you into that and then they're just overlaying all of this extra stuff so the environment's yeah. there you're in the actual environment they're just then adding in all of that extra stuff so augmented reality could be more of a commercial, like, like a like a more that's sort true. of yeah. That to and fix I have that seen issue. places like that. Yeah, there's a place in like uh, Newcastle near one of the shopping centres. Uh, I think it was the Westfield. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm trying to think of, yeah, I don't know where it was, but um, yeah, there, there was a store there that just said um, AR games. Mm. Um, come in, come and play. We've got VR things set up, so you'll pay them however much, and you know, get like an hour or two hour session. Yeah, and then just use their vr equipment and it could be good oh yeah i think think eventually there'd be something like there'd be something like uh like a a three-way treadmill (laughs) that'll Mm. sit underneath you and so like yeah that way you can walk infinitely um, it'll sort of move with you they have like uh military simulators and stuff where they have something like that where it's just like these Mm. it's like a treadmill but it's made of like these wheels and it's like this circular mm. thing of wheels. So whichever direction you walk in, it'll pull you back to the center. And it like yeah, it knows what way you're walking. Yeah, like the system I think the end system will involve something like that. So that you can you can you're not limited by space. In fact, that way that way everyone could have it. Like right now where oh, yeah. I am. I could sit one where my computer chair is mm. and you know, be be immersed in that because it's as if I could walk around. I don't have to have a massive open room with cameras set up i can just sit in the one spot and do it yeah but yeah i think there's a lot of potential people people talk about they're playing like a portal game and they they were like horrified by they're they're standing on a platform and if you walk over to the edge and you look down you're looking into like an abyss Mm. and it made them it's something psychological like it connects with us on like a, a biological level where there's just even though we know that we can walk there there's still that trepidation Mm. our body like preventing us from stepping over the edge that sort of makes me think in the long run with all this vr stuff do you think there could be psychological effects on people like it could give you ptsd and things like that just by playing these games like if it gets good enough to the point where it feels so real that it can traumatize you do you think that there could be like like issues that arise from vr Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. But I think it's the balance. Like you've got, they've got to find the. Do you know what I mean? You've got to make it fit. Like you know, like when you're watching a TV show and you just get so immersed and you feel like it's re- like it's real. Do you know what I mean? You get so in. Mm. But like that, you've got to make it realistic enough that you can enjoy it, but not realistic enough that 
you can step away like, from it'll it. It'll take a second. Yeah, you could yeah, to like take a second to step away from it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like, how do you do? Like, I th- I don't think it'll get like maybe there's r- people who have, like I think you'd have to have. Um, I don't think there'd be things that, I don't think the game itself will do it. But it'll, for example, you've been something's happened when you're younger. There's something that happened in the past, and then that will trigger it. I think it's it'll be more of a triggering thing rather than it'll actually cause it. Do you well, know like, what I mean? Like people with autism and that with like uh, emotional attachments to things. Yeah, but um, oh, but even yeah, I, do you want I, to, like, like, I think I, no, I think one of the a, a definite thing would be that it sort of invades your dreams, mm. sort of because because it feels like you're in a real space, even though it's virtual. You know, there, yeah. there's the depth there, um, the sense of scale. It'll it'll feel kind of real, and so when you're dreaming, you'll probably think of that world as well. Yeah. Which would be similar, yeah. Interesting. What I'd love to see, they there was a movie that came out recently called Don't Breathe, I think, and they tried to incorporate yeah. ah, the VR yes, experience. Yeah. I think it'd be really interesting to make VR movies. So now it wouldn't work in the sense that everything's still scripted. You got actors, right, and the viewer sees it from some camera angle, like they are the camera. You know what I mean? Because mm. you could be in a room where there's heaps of people arguing maybe your character is at the center of it and you're just looking around, but it'd be hard for actors to interact with that because the camera can't make a voice, you know, because I've seen, you can't um, assume the viewer's a man or a woman. But I've I was thinking... People make, like, YouTube videos like that. Mm, yeah, yeah. And imagine people... Are, yeah, people have started making movies, sort of, where something's happening in the center. There might be a little cartoon happening or a little interaction and you can sort of walk around see the interaction from different angles which yeah. i think it'd be pretty interesting but i what i think it'd be even nicer is a movie that's sort of simulated which would be tough it'd be like an individual experience it'd be kind mm. of like a game where you put on all the equipment and say it was a horror movie you're in a room and whatever and your actions uh, determine what actually happens yeah it's not like a game where you run around and do things you sort of just respond by means of gestures mm. if someone like you know picks up a bat or something and looks at you if you turn around and run you know that might completely change the path of the movie yeah okay i'm pretty much just describing a game actually well essentially you are like i actually it reminds me of an idea well not an idea matt wormsley he told me there was this there was some game i think it was a franchise that he'd been playing for a long time anyway they were in their newest game they were basing it off like they, there was going to be filmed elements within like there'd be there'd be cutscenes, but they were like you know five, six, seven minutes long with the mm. actual actors, and you know those actors are in the game. Do you know what I mean? So then it's it's blending both film and games into one, which is something yeah. I don't think they've like they haven't done at all. I don't think, or at least they haven't done like well sort of thing. It's just like it's like it's mm. another interesting concept of like what do you do next with games? Like besides the concept itself, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the Telltale game series have been doing that for a little while. It's more like a, a TV show or something, because it's sort of mm. um, you, you like it's all it's all acted and whatever. And your your interaction with the game is essentially just to press one of four buttons or you know move around and explore stuff. So most of it is on rails, but your decisions determine what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They, they have it for like Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. They even made a Minecraft one. 
It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it's similar so to like, what you described. Yeah. So like Animal Crossing. Mm. On Nintendo DS? You know Animal Crossing? Where you play I do know Animal cat- Crossing, can- but I'm not sure. I'm not sure you know like Animal Crossing. A, <laughs> I know. I, play, I used to play Animal Crossing all the time. Where oh, you're wow. a little dog and you can make your own place and you can put a flag up and you can be friends with people and you can break into people's houses. Oh, yes. Um, Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite game. Um, Stardew well, Valley was... came out recently, which is pretty much like a, a modern day Animal Crossing in a very like retro style. Mm. I think you'd be interested well, you... in that. What's it called? Stardew. Stardew Valley. How do you spell Stardew? Like Jew? Star Jew. Like, oh, like a, Jew. Like a D- Jew-y Jew-y Stardew. Valley, Valley. Yes. Yeah. It's in V A L L Y. V A L Y. No, it's double L. You fucking idiot. We said double oh, L. Oh no, it's D E W, not D U E. Yeah, you fucking. We idiot. said D E W. No, you fucking. Yes, didn't. we did. Okay. Oh, fuck. You think oh, I said like, you? This, it looks like Farmville. Fuck. <laughs> I've given. Um, <laughs> um it actually, look, it looks pretty good, actually. Yeah. From what I can see, it's, it looks like a. It's called. Cool, it's made by pu- the publishers called Chucklefish, mm. so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> um, I wanted to mention since we're this is a Halloween spectacular or spooktacular. If you didn't get that reference, spooky and like you put the word spooky because it's like Halloween. Ne- based, next year's, so next year's one. The- next year's one should actually be a spooktacular. The Oxcast did it like back in the early days. They tried to do what well, was actually called spooktacular. Um, mm. Or spectacular because they couldn't say spooktacular because it was like copyrighted. Mm. Um, but yeah, one of theirs has nothing to do with Halloween. It's just random shit. <laughs> See, that's even even better. Um, I wanted to set mention when I was one of the times I've been scared the most was we were at a uh, I was at a pub for some like birthday party. I was like seven or eight years old. And it was the pub that's right next to... You know where the library is now in Scone? And it used to be the... No, it used to be the library. No, it is the library. It is the library. And it used to be like the council's office or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we'd look in the window and like... There'd be a, I swear, I'd look there as a flash of light and it'd be a guy with a knife. Yeah. I had a very good imagination. That's the most scared I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Thinking there was someone in the council offices stabbing someone to death. Mm. Um, wow. What are your most scary experiences? Cough, cough. I don't know. I don't think I could decide on one. I remember the last time, the only, the last memory I have of being like spooked by my mind, not by something, mm. you know, in person, would be yeah. like, it was after I'd watched The Grudge. It was when I was quite yeah. young. And I was in the garage playing the drums, as I did, just practicing. But mm. like in front of where I sat, there was like a, an old glass pane like an old window or something that had just been pulled out and sat in the garage. Um, and so you could sort of see a reflection in it. And so I'm sort of looking at that while I'm playing. And then I imagined the grudge's head appearing like right next to my shoulder. And I was spooked. I was proper spooked. So I like <laughs> threw my drumsticks down and kicked the chair and like fucking ran out of there and closed the door. <laughs> just went inside. And I didn't it's play weird drums for like you, a week. Because you, because you, like, did you say you imagined it yourself? Like, or did you, did you mean to imagine that? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, no, I was sort of just looking at my face, right? And then it, it, it appeared out of nowhere. It's funny how your mind works like that, isn't it? Mm. Spook. Mm. Oh, Chris, do you have any, got do you have a, any scary moments? I don't know. It scared me, but thinking back on it, it's kind of just 
ridiculously hilarious. This actually happened two days ago. I had a dream. Wow. Um, so you've seen the uh, the Dare iced coffee ads on TV where it's yeah. like when your place is all over the head. I had a dream, yeah. right? And I was drinking a Dare iced coffee, like one of the big sort of like um, like 500 mil ones or whatever it is. And I was, I was drinking away, drinking away, drinking away. And I had like a quarter of the bottle left. And I looked down into the bottle and I see this black thing swimming around in the bottom of the bottle. And I like freak out and like drop it and it goes everywhere. And like this black goldfish like wriggles its way out of the bottle and like just wow. looks at me. And it's like when your place is all over the head. And then I woke up in like sweat. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I was so confused and that just freaked me out. I don't know why. Do you, do you believe oh. in like dream analysis? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I what believe do you, what do you think that was? What do you think that little black fish was? I don't know it represents something i feel it's like it just represents i think it's my stress every time i really stressed yeah. it represents itself in my mind as like something black i don't know why so like if an if no i was gonna make a really racist <laughs> joke like so you're having a dream no. like you know we're, we're recording the podcast and this Pussy. just comes in the room and that's the that's oh represents God. your stress i'm sorry it was look i said the a, i said the a version anyway what I was, um, I had a, I remember having a really scary dream when I was younger and it was like, it was, I thought it was my room, like where I, like my bedroom that I was in and, but like, it was like really dark and like stingy and like, I think it was like brick walls instead for like, and it was like, and it was a little cage that had this animal in it. And then I was getting locked up into the cage by someone and I escaped and then that person disappeared. And I, so I ran for the door and I opened the door and there was another door, open the door, another door, open the door. There was another door. I opened one oh. final door and it was down the hallway. And like, it was my hallway of my, of my house and my, my mom watching TV and she just yells, go to fucking sleep. And then I opened, like, I opened my eyes and my real, like, for real. And like, you can still see the dream and it just blends into what your room actually is. And it was the scariest fucking thing. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're a bit it sounds up. familiar to like sleep paralysis, mm. but what but bit different what's what's wait what's what's sleep paralysis um they talked about it on that other podcast sleepy cast yeah but pretty much where yeah. you you're awake but you can't move right like you, mm. you physically can't move your body um but you're 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 dreaming you're imagining these things um and there's nothing you can do mm. and some people it can be quite terrifying i think in the sleep cast they talk about how he's laying there uh, and he's looking up, and then this like fucking demon just like stands over him. Hmm. And then he tried to, I think it tried to bone him. Can't Shit. remember. Oh, <laughs> like you know, this is the end where the demon starts raping him. Oh yeah, imagine that. Yeah, but and, and you can't move. There's nothing you can do. You can't, you can't like cry, can't scream. <laughs> Big demon dick. <laughs> yeah, there's just a, a sidebar real quick. Um, while we were talking about this, I was looking at, um, I was like doing some research on McDonald's. For some reason, I was looking into the background of it, and then I got onto the Burger King website, um, mm. and I saw this ad, and it said like ten pieces of nuggets for a dollar fifty. What? Holy fuck, that's good! I got really excited, and then I remembered it's Burger King. You don't have Burger King here. Uh... Oh, do you have Burger King in in ACT? Do we what? have it in Australia? Don't... No, I said I said we don't have it here. 
Don't, don't, don't we have a Burger King? I swear we have Burger No, that's Hungry Jack's. King. Because Hungry Jack's... Because, yeah, Hungry Jack's is what Burger King is. Is it? You know what I mean? I think it's the same... I think it's the same... same company? I've always believed that. But I'm having I'm having a difference of opinion. I don't think so. Looking at the difference sounds... between websites. I'm also really upset because they don't have that <laughs> 10 nuggets for a dollar fifty deal. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, what? We... How many? How many? How 20 nuggets for... Ten dollars. Is that right? Ten, ten. What? How much is it? Fifty cents a nugget. It was man. ten. Ten nuggets for a dollar fifty. That's a. F- oh my god! They might might be just trying to get fucking rid of stock. Holy shit! That's insane. Like, I, isn't went it? A, I went to a store, a Macca's in like where was it? Would have been like Rutherford or something like that, and they were doing like for tonight only twenty twenty four nuggets for ten dollars. And it's like, holy shit, you must be trying to get rid of all this stock if you're putting out... Because it was like, it was printed on a piece of paper. Like, they must have ordered too much stock that's going to go out, like, the next day. So, they're doing 24 nuggets for $10. Fuck, that would have been good. I love that promotion. That's my favorite time of the year. Uh, Especially when KFC do it. I think think KFC nuggets do it so much better. Also, yeah, I just looked it up. Uh, Hungry Jack's is the exclusive Australian Ah, version of uh, Burger King. Okay, well, there you go. Told you. Didn't know that. I'm right. Told you. <laughs> Told you. Yeah, it's a, it's exclusive Australian master food fa- master food fast franchise for Burger King Corporation. See, I told you. Mm. Right in the pan like that. Right in the pan, right like, pan like, that. like that. What a great reference to Marty. I say that every time. Um, every time I cook now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That was a. Um, do we have any anything else scary to end this episode? Tinted's definitely the Halloween spooktacular. And if you didn't get that reference, the spook is it's like it's a it's like because it's it, this is a spectacle. And yeah, do we have anything? This has been On We Talk, a We Are On We production hosted by me, Matthew Winter. You can find more episodes of our show on iTunes, Spreaker, and Google Play, as well as on our website, onwe.tv, which is E-N-N-U-I dot TV, and at youtube.com slash onwe.tv1.